how's it going, folks? Grab a seat on Big Orange Couch. This is Kaiser from Kaiser's Castle. Uh, we're going to, uh, after you guys have taken the seat on my Big Orange Couch, we're going to talk about some things tonight. Uh, wanted to have a couple people on tonight, but, you know, things happen. Shit happens when you party naked. Uh, grab yourself a big handful of some fried red potatoes and uh, grab yourself some hell of a good dip party size French onion and just get ready because we are going to talk about some things that uh, a lot of people don't want to talk about tonight but I'm going to talk about it because uh, I was going to have a friend of mine on tonight and he, he lives in a whole different continent. And, you know, just some things to make you start thinking before we actually talk about it in depth. And it's good that I'm doing this by myself as a primer. Um, here's my thought process. You know, a lot of people forget about a couple of things. And as I was talking to my bro, I was like, yeah, I know about this. Uh, those of you who've lived in uh, or at least worked in uh, Iraq during the after the Gulf War, the first Gulf War, um, they remember, you know, in the town where Saddam actually built this, or tried to rebuild this, okay? Tried to rebuild it. Um, there was a spot that a lot of us drove by, and that was Babel, you know, Babylon, whatever you want to call it. Um, anyways, that place looks about the same as two architectures that a lot of people in Europe know very well about. Because you'll notice we went to war with Iraq. At about the same time, those buildings all looked the same in their incompleteness. But the other two buildings weren't incomplete. They just built them to resemble what biblically the Tower of Babel was supposed to look like. And uh, Babylon. Tower of Babylon. One of them was the Bank of International Settlements. And uh, Camille Beyond, he grew up near the Bank of International Settlements. Whenever he's on the next time, he had some things to do so he can't be on. And in, in uh, the EU, the EU headquarters, that also is the uncompleted version. And yet they still have, like, roofs. It's just they muff fake it with all these kind of... Um, plexiglass areas so it's not it's weather tight but that's fact um, just think about that now we went to war before it was completed with Saddam and yet the Bank of International Settlements was built to resemble that and then the EU's headquarters was built to resemble it too. It's kind of freaky if you actually think about it. And uh, you guys can research this. Just look it up. Uh, these things happen. And uh, I don't know how to explain this stuff to you any better than that, but what I will say is that 
there's a lot people need to think about. Um, I'd love to go in depth on it a little more, but unless I'm talking with a, somebody else, I can't because, you know, I'm talking to myself at this point. So let's bang away from that. Now, what I will say, if you don't think we're being tubed, as in the United States and Europe, at this point, you're very incorrect. This will probably be an abbreviated show. Uh, because I just probably will not be able to fill up the entire show by myself. Uh, but I will tell you, there's some bad ugliness coming down the pipe. Everybody in the know knows this. Um, I saw finally, it happened a few days ago, Robert David Still. I was wondering what happened to him. He dropped off the face of the world. And he showed up again. And uh, he's one of those dudes that, yep, I didn't like that he he believed in the, um, oh, what do you call that? The, the, the fucking Q bullshit. I did like other things like Cynthia McKinney and, and him and some other folks like William S. Benny, their connections. Uh, they all seemed legit and trust me. I, I can say that, uh, I mistrusted some things that were happening, but I thought, okay, this is a screw job. Well, he popped up back on my radar and it was amazing actually that he did and he explained himself fairly well uh didn't explain why he dropped off not at all that's one thing he'll have to do for anybody to ever trust him again including myself uh but one of the interesting things to me was that uh he did try to explain, you know, what he's been doing since the election. I honestly thought he was one of those that were trying to purposefully tube uh, the 2020 election because he dropped off really quickly afterwards. That still may be the case. I'm not giving him a pass because I haven't heard anybody ask him the hard questions. Uh, but the thing is, there are some issues he does have to answer for. Uh, I know that, you know, who am I to ask those questions? Well, I'm somebody that wants to know. I'm nobody. You guys know this. But I have some serious hard questions. Shitty, hard, fucked up questions. And so I'm going to try to get somebody on here in a second and add them to the screen. And uh, if you guys will give me a second... Uh, you'll probably hear some ringing or whatever. So give me a sec. Uh, try to get this going. Uh, and there we go. 
and we'll see if it gets added. So, there's some issues that I see happening, and if I can get uh, a friend of mine up, well, that's not going to happen. There needs to be some more explanations happening, but a one-man show, you know, is hard to do, and I could probably, well, matter of fact, I'll do as much as I can. So, here's how I look at this. A lot of you folks put a a lot of investment in this last election, and I will tell you, I feel as used and abused as all of you guys do. Uh, there's some some shit that I'm not still happy about. Uh, maybe I can pull in uh, a few people. But we'll see what I can do. But at this point, you know, I'm I'm throwing questions out, and there's nobody there, so let's, yeah, well, the narrative is, uh, without having somebody there, give me a sec. Yeah, no, I got it, I got it, brother, I got it. Give me a sec. Um, um, I don't want to leave blank air, so I'll just keep talking until until I can't talk. So give me a sec. Jesus, trying to scroll through my thing. Um. Something interesting that a lot of people. There we go. Okay, where'd that go? Oh, my land. And so hopefully we can get all of my bro. And that's not going to happen. All right. So anyways, it, it's going to be what it's going to be. Uh, I was trying to pull something out where what I see, but when I bounce it off myself, you know, I can tell you both the negative and the positive. Uh, the negative is, I do wonder why we went to war, and I was there when we did it the original time and also the secondary time in Iraq, and that was in. Uh, Iraq. And we went there when, you know, Saddam's big dream was to bring back the Tower of Babel. And the International Bank of Settlements. And also, when you look at the EU's building, it's the same design. And I find it funny that we destroyed that building at about the same time. And remember, the EU wasn't built by the time we went back in. It wasn't completed. And all three of those buildings, and I was talking to Kimmy earlier, my bro Kimmy, from uh, Switzerland. It wasn't completed yet. About the same level of completeness. The only thing thing different 
was uh, there was no roofing on it. And you folks can look this stuff up. And there are artistic drawings of what the Tower of Babel looked like back in the day. So that that's something I think a lot of people need to think about because there's problems with that. And so let me try to... Um, scrolling to try to bring somebody in. Give me a second. Okay. And We'll see if I can bring in my old sister, Kate, and see if I can't pull her in on this one. Uh, she may be busy. Yep, she's busy. So, just trying to get hold of some folks. And... Okay, okay. Uh, well... What do you want? What do you want to talk about with what I've said, or do you have a question? All right, cool. Uh, well, did you know that we went to war about the same time? The buildings, all three of those buildings, look about the same as we did that war. Do you know that? No, 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 not, uh, no, it was a couple years after we went to the Tower of Babel. Yeah, uh, yeah, when we went back into Iraq, remember, it was 2003 when we invaded Iraq. We invaded Afghanistan, uh, two years earlier, in 2001, October 25th. Well, there were. No, there were. Yeah, no, there there were weapons of mass destruction. Uh, we found them while I was there, man. Anyways, it, it doesn't matter. The, the point is, uh, you know, they were still in country. Uh, and... Most of them were shipped to Syria, but we found them in Al-Qut. That was uh, Al-Qut in Wasit Province, Iraq. And we found, uh, not precursors, we found actual chemical weapons. And then after everything was over, and people can look this up, in Canada, uh, we shipped from Iraq 300,000 tons, look it up if you doubt me, of yellow cake that was shipped into um, um, Canada for destruction. That's the precursor to nuclear weapons. That's a fact. There's no bullshit on that. It made newspapers. But yet, everybody during that time, and they made sure to time it just perfectly to say, yeah, there were weapons of mass destruction. <coughs> to keep the narrative up, that there was no weapons of mass destruction. That's how retarded this shit is. 
is they will lie, deceive. But my point is, with bringing that up, is just think how much you've been lied to. And that's why I always tell everybody, don't believe me. Look it up yourself. Because you'll be able to find it. I'm not giving you nothing that's not open source. Trust me on this. Because I can't do that. Uh, everything out there is out there. And I think people need to understand what they're up, up against. When you start seeing certain things, it's like, it's just bizarre world. There was a long time where I had to think, what's going on? You know, I knew what I knew, and other people knew what they knew. But, you know, you know, you can't save the world one ass clown at a time. And that's something that I think a lot of people need to think about. And let me see if I can't. It's probably way too late. Uh, I'm trying to go through my thing because. Okay. Um, Okay. Let's see if I can add this person. But uh, that's one of the things, folks, that it's an interesting conversation. And uh, I tried to get a hold of a friend of mine who was there with me during that time. He may or may not answer. Hi. Hey, how's it going, Will? I, I've got, I'm on my show tonight. And it's going good. Good, good, good. Oh. I'm on my show tonight and wondered if you wanted to talk about, like, um, different places, especially the cave-in in, in uh, Al-Kut with the different things we found when that cave-in happened. Are you up for that? Uh, I, you cut out the, the beginning of the conversation. You said you were on, on Skype. What, I'm what? I'm on my show, my show, oh. PSN Radio. That's a surprise. Yeah. Well, hello. <laughs> yep, yep. No, that's why I said at first I didn't want to record you without you know that happening. Okay. Do you remember the cave-in in Wasit Province, Alcut, Iraq? Well, let me think. Um... General Hanin's building that had the four tubes going down in the ground. How <laughs> cool! <laughs> yeah, I'm at this exact yeah at this exact exact moment. I can't remember what I would consider uh, a cave, and then maybe um um like a, a no, it a wasn't spot. a cave. It wasn't the cave. Remember, General Neen had four. Uh, it looked like he had four different in his building. Four different tubes going down into the ground, but they were air holes. Okay. And then they were trying to remove the building, or not the building, but the uh, T-walls. And that one, uh, that crawler went over it and collapsed into it. And we all went down there, me, you, Ed Shams, and a few other people. And there were all those uh, industrial... Uh, I don't know how to explain them. They have the plastic square things and they had the metal things around them to reinforce them. Uh, Almost like uh, what they pump out into um, uh, fertilizer and shit like that. 
And then they had markings from Germany, England, and uh, America as to what it was. Do you remember that? Or I- I'm pretty sure you were down there with me and Ed. I don't remember everything you're saying, but I do kind of remember seeing some things that I was like, what the hell is this? And it did have some uh, uh, writing in, in languages that was definitely not Arabic, and I couldn't read it. It wasn't in English. You know, so some of this does sound familiar. You know, my memory is just not what it used to be. But, yeah, this does sound kind of familiar. Yeah, those oh. pictures still exist. Um, anyways, the point is, I was trying to tell people that uh, I don't believe you went on the same journey I did when I went back to Baghdad for no. my first exodus. But I know we met back there in Baghdad right after I got wounded uh, in Baghdad. Uh, Miami Palace. For the Marine Corps birthday. Right, yeah. I was at the Miami yeah. Palace. The, the embassy. That was the embassy at the time. That was at the embassy annex, right. Right. And we got pictures taken next with General Patton and all that shit. Right. Anyways, the point is uh, Marine Corps General Patton. And, you know, we're all, you know, he was our direct upline before General Petraeus. And one of the things that I was trying to say was, everybody forgets, the old school in Europe, uh, there was always the International Bank of Settlements in Switzerland. A brother of mine who was supposed to be on tonight, uh, Kimmy. He uh, grew up next to it, and it was just like, I can't remember if you were on the trip where I went out there, but um, the old um, Tower of Babel in Babylon, Babel, when Saddam was building it, they destroyed it at a point that looked very similar, except it didn't have the same topping that the International Bank of Settlements did because that was a covered building. And it looks the same as um, the EU's building in Brussels, Belgium. And I said, it, it makes me laugh that all three of those buildings, we went back in. You were, Will, for anybody who doesn't know, was a Marine like I was in the first Gulf War. Great dude. Um, We served together and had some good times and whatever. We're we're both getting older, so, you know, I can misremember and he can misremember, and that's fine. I can't hold anything against him, but, and he can't hold anything against me. Oh, (laughs) I caught me off guard. No, I know that. I know that. I'm just saying, we all forget things, dude. So do I. And I may misremember, too. That's why it's hard if I don't have somebody to bounce something off of. That's the only reason why I brought you on, brother, oh. is to try to jog people's memories. Now, did you get down there to, uh, I know, I think you got to Balad, you got to... Um, Oh, what was it? Uh, start with a D. Um, Ad, yeah, yeah. We did a lot of those trips together, but I, I couldn't remember if you made it with me on uh, the trip we made to the mass grave, or I know you did in Coot. I'm pretty sure you took the pictures of me in in uh, Al Coot. Uh, we were together. Yeah, because yeah. yeah, they put uh, we were walking around the, the shopping areas. We got back to the cars. I'm planning to put a, a, a picture of uh, what was that? What was that Sustain. guy's name? Sustaining. Yeah, I don't remember what the guy's name was. But it was some uh, I guess terrorist type of uh, leader, propaganda yeah. leader. They put face on our car. Yeah. It was sustaining. Yeah. 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 That, and I got a picture you snapped to me. Doug 
Doug was in the vehicle before we all got in. We're like, well, we better check this shit out. And Doug's like, fuck it. I'm getting in. That's hilarious shit. But that's just the lifestyle, man. And anyway, so my point was, I couldn't remember. I thought you were with me when we went to uh, uh, Babylon. No, no, I would have loved to have gone to Babylon. Uh, okay. Never, I never said foot there. Supposedly, I, you know, I bought some, you know, artifacts from uh, some shady character in a flea market. He said was were dug up in the ruins of Babylon. He said I, I bought those, brought those home, but I, I don't, know, I can't verify they actually came from Babylon. But I, I never set foot there, unfortunately. Okay, brother, no problem. I, I thought you had went there when I went there. I know I went there at the. Uh, as I was leaving to, uh, it was Al, I'm not going to say O's last name, but Al O, you know, who I'm talking about. Uh, and, uh, we were all balancing and he ended up ending mission and I bounced on up to Mosul after seeing my wife for 45 days. So. You know, that that was the whole yeah. thing when I bounced out of the country. But, yeah, man, uh, I thought, for some reason, I thought you went up there with us. So, I, thought, I just wanted to have somebody else that saw what I saw. Now, you do remember, though, the cave-in, right? What cave? The cave-in. Not a cave. Cave-in. That is where the crawler was going over and pulling down T-walls, and it caved in, if you remember where our shoes were, our 17 shoes. He was going along that, where the road is, and they brought him into the, the encampment, and the crawler went sideways into the ground, and all of us went in there, we took cameras, and there was all those little plastic surrounded by metal things with the chemicals in them, the liquid chemicals. Yeah, I don't guess I was there for that. I don't, I think I would remember that part, so I guess I wasn't there for that one. I don't, I don't remember a cave, I don't remember the 17 Jews, or... Okay. No cave, General Hanin's building. Do you remember General Hanin's building with four looked like chimneys? Except in the chim in that building, we used to go drink there. And I was drinking tonight, so you know that, that doesn't help my memory either. Uh, <laughs> huh? I've been drinking tonight, so that doesn't help my memory either. It's okay, do you remember? Do you remember we used to joke around about the Knights of the Oblong Table? Because yeah. General Neen's building's where we used to go drink. Oh, okay. You know the building I'm talking about. And it had the four chimneys that went nowhere. Yeah. Do you remember that? Uh, I remember the conversations, you know, of the Knights of the Oblong Table and, and well, I don't some of these crazy names like General Hanin, I've forgotten most of these people. Uh, yeah, but that was the building we used to. It was the only hard building on our area. Oh, okay. Concrete building. You yeah. remember it with the chimneys? Yeah. So that that's the point I'm trying to get to is when we got the uh, Don Bottles is dead, so I can bring his name up. But Don Bottles... Um, was saying we're going to get invaded by a bunch of, I, I can't remember the yeah. amount of numbers he right. invented. Ar Iranians, right. Because we were only 45 kilometers from, yeah. from Iran. Yeah, well, but I you worked up over that. You know, we were getting ready. I remember that. And you and I get up on the roof, and we had our little lights that we had, those sweet lights that we had, and I still have mine. Um we're, we're looking through the chimneys and we're like, these things go below the ground. And then later on, it was like 
almost right before I left, bruh, that the cave-in happened. Where the crawler moving those T-walls back up onto the road. We got the new batch of... This is when we did the... Um, uh, the uh, armor training for AKs. Uh-huh. And it was right around that same time that the cave-in happened because there was a tunnel underground. And it's the same thing down by Alibaba's. Uh, Alibaba's was a old... Folks, you guys have seen this. Me and Will and a couple other people, uh, there was a a way that Saddam would launch his jets out and they had a big, big, uh, uh, what do you call it, chimney to let the gases vent out as the jet took off out of these hardened hangars. Yeah, with giant concrete and sand yeah. and clothes, hair, with, uh, aircraft hangars. Yeah, they were badass. They were. And remember we built that little... I was welding stuff for it, and we started cooking goats there, and the Polish, and the Ukrainians, and the, uh, uh, what the fuck, it was the um, 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 Romanians would all get there and drink, and remember they'd say, say when, and you'd be like, when, you know, but by the time they said, Romanians, yeah, yeah. Yeah, all bubbles was was happening. That was a bar we created there. Yep. So we could all get together there and have some alcoholic beverages. I don't remember so, there when we named the place, but it was I called it the first free election in Iraq. In Iraqi history, because it was—I think it was on the eve of the Iraqis voting who their uh, our president was going to be or whoever. So we had an election that night to name the place. We all, a couple of people, had uh, uh, nominated different names. I voted on one, and uh, mine, if I remember correctly, was Alibaba's. And we asked when we wound up voting it, calling it Alibaba's. And it was on the night of the, uh, the eve of the Iraqi first election. Since uh, Saddam was deposed or gotten rid of, so yeah, that's where that's from. That's exactly where it's from, and that that was the whole cool thing about it. And I showed up like a week and a half after you guys named it, and I my contribution to it was I built that big spit. Remember, we would roast goats. Uh, the army unit that was there at that time. Uh, they gave us the uh, leftover uh, dunnage, the wooden dunnage for the RPG rockets and uh, the launchers. And we would burn that to charcoal and then turn it, you know, turn, as a charcoal, we would use it to do a goat. We would do a goat every time we went in there. We'd buy a goat on the market. You remember that? Yeah. Yeah, that was a good, good time. Yep, good times in Alibaba's. Mm-hmm. And we'd drink either the homemade hooch that the Poles made, which was vodka. And uh, also, remember the potato pancakes they would make? And it was good times. You know, everybody, everybody likes to think that, and it was shitty for troops. But for us, not so much, because we were just mixing with everybody yeah. and talking with dudes. They were good dudes. And uh, that's something I think that's more important than anything, is that people realize, you know, there was something when I was in the military and you were in the military, uh, although I went into the Army before you went into the Marine Corps, uh, one thing they always stressed to us during the Cold War is we're the lowest ranking ambassador for our country. And so we had to act like that. And it's one of those things I used to say all the time when we were all together. We're just the lowest ranking ambassadors for our country. And we actually 
developed some good friendships from there. I mean, internationally. Yeah. And a lot of people don't understand that. You know what I mean? Yeah. A, a group we forgot to mention that was a uh, important. Uh, the Ukrainians? Well, no, the uh, South Africans. The South oh, Africans. yeah. PSDs that were in and out of their lockers. A lot of times they brought us uh, the liquor, beer and liquor. Yes. Yes. That would have been people like my bro Sean. They were on what they called shark teams. And uh, those boys, the South Africans, by the way, uh, uh, we'll talk about that another time, but one of our bros. Uh, ventilated his cranium when he went back to South Africa. Sean knows who it is. You know who Sean is. So uh, I found out about that about a year and a half after he did it. There's a page dedicated to him, by the way. So yeah. you know who it is. And he was that big muscle bound. Well, fuck, they grow him big in South Africa. So yeah, Sean told me. Uh, he killed himself, so. Oh, yeah. Good. But anyways, uh, yeah, man, the South Africans were awesome. Uh, what was that um, Iraqi's name that would bring us the, I've tried to tell people about the five guys, uh, not bourbon, it was five guys, uh, shit, scotch. And it came in a can. It was from Scotland in a can, like a Budweiser can. I don't, I don't remember that. But I don't drink Scotch out of a bottle, so I don't remember that one. No, this was out of a can, bro. I, I wasn't drink that. I, one. <laughs> I got it from that Iraqi, the old guy. You remember him? The, oh, bus, the driver? bus driver, the bus driver man. Yeah, buses driving students on the bus. Hmm. Yeah. I don't remember his name, name. If I even knew it, I don't remember. Yeah, I can't remember his name either. But he 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 risked everything to bring us the. He'd bring me soda, booze, and uh, you know I had to have my diet Pepsi. If I couldn't get it on Coop, I was getting it from him, and I'd get. Uh, matter of fact, that big party we all had with the poles and the Americans. Uh, the American soldiers, we won't say who they were or where they were from. Uh, but, you know, Sink Sprasha and all those people. Uh, we, uh, that night, all those Heinekens, those tall boy Heinekens, we got from them, from him. And uh, that was a good time. That was a pretty good time. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It, it's just funny looking back on it, man. As to, you know, there, there, we worked hard. Oh, do you remember the training area where the first batch? Okay, first off, I have to tell people. When Will and I first, he got there a month or two before I did. Maybe a little longer. I don't know, Will, you have to correct me. Around Thanksgiving, I don't remember exactly. Yeah, and... What ended up happening was uh, we got all these dudes in, and uh, we tried to set up an area, and we did. We had a great training area, and I've told this story before. The first batch of Ukrainians, first off, uh, when we were scouting that training area out, there was like a mosque and all this other stuff in that area. And Al Cooped. And uh, some of us walked in, and it was two Ukrainians, one young dude blowing another old dude. And we're like, what the fuck? <laughs> and they fucking bounced up. I don't know if you were there when we actually walked in on that. I think Ray was there. I remember you talking yeah. about it. Yeah. And then the second time we're in there working, and we had to sweep out shit and stuff out of that building. And yeah. that, that's where we turned out. That's where we used to teach them uh, responses to a V-bed or an IED and shit like that. If you want to bounce on that for a second, man, that's cool. Yeah, that'll work. 
I got a, something different here. No, I mean, if if you want to talk about that. Oh. Yeah, that's when I said bounce on it. Feel free to fill people in uh, on that training. That was some fun. That was some good training, actually. Yeah. I was like, I'm, you know, all of a sudden, all I want to say, you can bounce now and get. No, yeah, we, we did some realistic scenario training there. That was definitely some of the better training your students got, as opposed to, you know, spending time in the classroom was, was definitely putting, you know, the, the classroom work, you know, to, to you know, get some good scenario training they did. That's true. That's true. And, and Will was instrumental in that training because I'm like, look, dude, uh, we had to sift the sand after the first time because we did screw up once. Uh, that was me who screwed up, not Will. Uh, uh, who knows? What we would do is we, we would yell boom off to the side of the building or uh, of the road, and we'd take scoops of uh, uh, sand off the ground. I remember that. <laughs> and, and we would throw the sand at them and unfortunately some of them had rocks in them accidentally and they hit some of the students with the rocks and they're like ah we can't do that no more like that so we had to sift the sand but that was realistic training i mean you know you know it caused them to maneuver and then uh one (laughs) one time me and will are driving back from, I can't remember where we're coming from, bro. But Will's driving, I'm in the passenger side. I get I hit thought by about that car. today. Uh-huh. I thought about what you're about to say today. I don't know What's how. that? What you're about to tell. Okay. Will, I get hit by some glass somehow. Will, I look at him, he's got his glasses on, just like I did, our old Oakley's. And I've got cuts on my forehead and my cheeks. And and I look at him, and he's got cuts. And this fucker fell asleep. He was the cook for our students. And motherfucker hit our, our, our uh, mirror, our outside mirror, and the fucking thing blew up on us. Yeah, that's so funny you mentioned that, because I was at work, and for some reason that popped up in my head, and I... Uh, I thought the fucker was playing chicken with me. I'm like, well, fuck this Iraqi motherfucker. You know, I'm not moving over. You know, I'm with this up armored, you know, uh, yeah. urban. He's this little, you know, little Toyota. Where the fuck he was driving? I'm not moving over. I turned off. Clack. Yeah, it was a Toyota Hilux. Yeah, I remember, man. Yeah. <laughs> and he's like, "You hit me." No, he didn't. You no. came in our lane. He was an awesome. I think Doug with us. Yeah. Yeah, that's so funny. Matter of fact, I got that picture still, bro, uh, of you, me, and Doug, and all of us out there in Coop doing what we did back in the day. But that's just some funny shit, bro. Yeah. So you know, it's it's a world away, but memories. And all I was trying to talk about was. I thought you would remember. I, I honestly, for some reason, thought you went with me when I went down to uh, um, Babylon and saw the Tower of Babel. No, I guess I wish I was on that road trip, but no, I missed that one because I don't know where I was, but I wasn't there. Yeah, that was that was an interesting trip, and I was just trying to ex- explain that this shit's been for real for a long time, and a lot of people don't know. You know, it was a good time, man. I mean, yeah, we all of us had issues. Nobody had no tissues. You know, uh, we worked through it and got it done. And that's something that a lot of people don't understand is that we get shit done, you know. But I just wanted to see if you wanted to come on and try to remember a few things. 
with me. I wish you, man, I, I wish I had the pictures that I could share with you somehow to jog your memory on that cave-in. Because I know you were there. Uh, I saw You're pictures. The picture. I remember more. Well, they, they don't, I didn't put any of that stuff on Facebook or anything. That stuff is actually hidden. Because what was that major's name we had in the, from the Army? Slackered, little short dude. Yeah, little fuckstick. I got his and, name, Chris. I forgot his name. I got it in my computer somewhere. Yeah, I do too. Uh, he was like, this didn't happen. And we're like, yeah, okay, whatever, man. You know. But yeah, yeah man, it did happen. It had German writing, it had uh, British, you know, addresses, and it also had American addresses, and it was uh, chemical weapons. And that's why whenever anybody, it pisses me off every time somebody acts like there's no weapons of mass destruction. We saw it. Yeah. And... I remember being in some of those you know, aircraft hangars that had gotten blown up or or, or disappear or something and uh, seeing some canisters, but I don't know who I was with. And I don't know if it's the same one you're talking about. And uh, I saw some aircraft. I don't know if I should this was, this was right by the academy where our shoes were. General Anine's hard building, which had the four chimneys that had no chimneys. There was no fireplaces there. And we always wondered why those four chimneys stuck out until Don Bottles decided to say there was all these Iraqis or Afghan or Iranians coming across the border. And we got up there and shined our little uh, surefires down there. And I'm like, dude, this goes below ground. And then it was maybe two, three weeks after that that you know that happened. Anyways, um, let's wrap up, and I'll call you as soon as this show's over, brother. All right. And give me about a half an hour, then call me. All right, love you, brother. All, All right, see you. Good Everybody. talking with you. Me too. And with that being said, folks, thank you guys for stopping by Kaiser's Castle. Hopefully, you got a look inside. My mind and a brother of mine's mind from an earlier time in 05 in Iraq. That being said, I'll slowly, since you've been sitting on my big orange couch drinking your coffee, tea, soda, and or dot libation, I will slowly raise the drawbridge as you slowly meander on out. With that being said, chef out.